0: We're going to continue on looking at this uh, book because I think um, it's relevant to our times, not necessarily because I think the end is near. <laughs> um, it, it could be near. The, the whole point of the book of Revelation and, and of Jesus' um, uh, teaching is that we don't know when the Lord is going to return. And that these things that like wars and rumors of war are about are just the beginning of what they call birth pains and uh the son of man and, and, and uh, when he talks about his coming it's going to be like lightning now there are some things that that we do see and and I think that will become prevalent just before he returns shortly before he returns and one of those things is that we've talked about is uh, the um, spiritual warfare, the, the, the veil between um, this material world that, that we see, touch, smell, and taste is going to be lifted and we're going to see what the spiritual realm behind it looks like. And so we're, we're being given another glimpse of that here in a Revelation chapter 12. Uh, we talked about the two witnesses last time and uh, that, they re- that they're two um, prophets that represent uh, the The people of God, in particular, the church, and uh, they are um, you know witnessing to Jesus Christ and the gospel. They are attacked by this um, beast that rises from the pit, so to speak, and uh, and it, and it kills it kills these men. They are resurrected, and uh, before the whole world, and because of their testimony and because of the miraculous rec- um uh, resurrection, many people come to believe. And after that, the seventh trumpet sounds, and uh, the end has come, and there is worship seen in heaven. Uh, if you want to read all the worship scenes in Revelation, that they're, they're great worship scenes. But the seventh trumpet um, has sounded, and uh, the glory of God's kingdom uh, comes. And what we're seeing now in, in chapter 12 is another break in that action, uh, Revelation is not a progression per se of, of, of one event to another, but it is a series of visions and, uh, and of imagery. And this one um, um, more um, specifically talks about uh, the, uh, the ancient battle of, between God and, uh, and the, the, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan, really and truly. And that's what's being um, uh, recounted here. Um, uh, uh, chapter 12 recounts the past and then chapter 13 will, will, will um, recount the last days but anyway let's read the scripture in, um, in Revelation 12 <clears throat> the woman and the dragon my section is titled here I like to call it the ancient battle it says this and a great sign appeared in heaven a woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet and on her head a crown of twelve stars She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pains, and the agony of giving birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his heads seven diadems. And his tail swept a third of the stars out of heaven and cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she bore her child, she might devour it, or he might devour it. She gave birth to a male child, one who is to rule all the nations with an iron rod. But her child was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness, And there she, where she has a place prepared by God, in which she is to be nourished for 1,260 days. Now, war arose in heaven. Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the dragon, the great dragon, was thrown down, that ancient serpent who was called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the revelation, now the salvation, excuse me, And the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses him day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives even unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe... The serpent poured water out like a river out of his mouth after the woman to sweep her away with the flood. But the earth came to the help of the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed the river that the dragon had poured from his mouth. Then the dragon became furious with the woman and went off to make war on the rest of her offspring, on those who keep the commandments of God and hold hold to the testimony of Jesus. And he stood on the sand of the sea. Let's pray. Lord, we just ask God that you add a blessing to the reading and to the hearing of your word. Father, let it go forth and not return void. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. We often talk about our suffering in this life and, and overcoming that suffering. Um, and we talk about that in terms of warfare, as ter- as ter- in terms of having a battle. Sometimes we have physical battles that, that we face where we're trying to overcome either a sickness or some sort of other physical ailment or we we have um, an emotional time in our lives that we're having to overcome or something that's affecting our heart and mind Um, whatever suffering we we say okay I've gone through a battle and um, my victory over that means I've overcome this battle there are battles um, that happen within ourselves and without but a, lot, but a lot of times the battles that happen within are, are battles that, that are unseen, that maybe we don't see necessarily. Um, we, we, have, we have wars with our, like I said, with our, with our emotions, with our psychological health, those kinds of things. But there's another unseen battle that, that's going on that, that we uh, may not have seen in, in our lifetimes. Um, maybe it crops up in various ways. Um, but 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 there's a battle for men's souls that has been going on from the very beginning of time, an unseen battle between that great deceiver, the first rebel, uh, the first rebel, Satan, and and the forces of God, His angels. God Himself um, is and and the the ones who are caught in the middle of this battle are are, are is mankind and 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 our souls. Are, are, are in the midst of, of this great battle God the creator of the world made his creation and he, he um, made it just he made his, 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 his people that he created in his own image they, they had had their place in the world they had God's care and his promises the devil was also a created angel who uh, became jealous of God's place and tried to take God's place and, and uh, God stopped him from doing so. And, uh, but now the devil decided to go after uh, God's uh, people, the, the ones that he made in his own image and, and the ones he put in charge of the earth. Uh, the devil came, came for mankind in order to corrupt them and pull them away. And this is you know, what, what, what took place in the Garden of Eden. That, that was the beginning of the ancient battle. When, when uh, the, the serpent came to uh, deceive Eve, and notice that he's called a serpent there, and he's called a great dragon here. In fact, they also use the term serpent. Um, the, the ancient serpent is, is the devil, Satan, the deceiver, who deceived um, Adam and Eve. He, he, dise- he, he did deceive Eve first, but he also deceived Adam. We can't forget that. And uh, they, they uh, were deceived into disobeying God and, and relying on their own judgment um, for, for their morality of, what, of what's right and wrong. And because they, they, they listened to the serpent and uh, they, they decided in themselves that they, they were going to determine what's right and what's wrong and not God, humanity fell. They fell un, under, un, under, under a curse of sin and death. And so that ancient battle begins And Genesis 3 talks about this ancient battle. Um, If if you'll turn there for just a moment, we'll come back to uh, Revelation uh, chapter 12. But just real briefly, in Genesis 3, after God cursed, um, the uh, well, first He cursed the serpent. And this is what He says to the serpent in Genesis 3. He says this, The Lord God, this is Genesis uh, 3, beginning at verse 14. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel." That's not just confined to one particular person. That that, that is talking about an ancient battle that that began for the souls of men long ago. That the offspring of the woman uh, would uh, crush the head of the serpent while the serpent struck his heel. That's exactly what we're seeing here. The ancient battle for men's souls. It starts off talking here in Revelation chapter 12 of, of a woman. And um, and and the Apostle John is seeing a vision of this woman, and it says that she is clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a head with a, a, with a crown on it, and, and that crown has twelve stars in it. Now, we're not, you know, it's it's hard to, to, to um, uh, miss the imagery here, especially when you got got the number twelve involved. This is um, being clothed with, with the sun and, and with the moon under their feet is a sign of God's um, favor and protection for this woman. And she rules with a crown, and it was 12 stars in it. This is a reference to Israel, the people of God, the 12 tribes of Israel. And, and from the, the, the 12 tribes were, were the chosen ones, and, and this, the, the woman of the 12 tribes... Um, you know the, the, this queen she's being depicted as here um, under God's love and care and concern and protection she's about to give forth a child and it says that this child is to be a male, male child and she is in the, the throes of of having um the, this child to be born and it says that that this this red dragon appeared also in heaven and he had seven heads and and 10 horns and uh, seven diadems. In other words, he has power to rule too, and he swept um, a bunch of angels out of heaven as well. The the ones who rebelled also, along with him, uh, they were swept out of heaven too. That that that's the ancient battle. Um, you know, Satan tried to uh, take God's place, but he was was uh, cast out of heaven, and he, his his um um angels that followed him were cast down to the earth. Now, Satan still was um, required to appear before God. We find that out in the Old Testament. And he, was, and he, he would go to God and, and accuse um, the, God's people um, before God day and night. He was the accuser of, of the people of Israel. If they sinned and got out of line, the devil said, Look, what happened to this person? He's fallen away from grace. He doesn't love you. He hates you. And so that, that was the devil's place for a long time. Well, 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 was to stand before God and accuse uh, those who, uh, who uh, those on the earth before God, and those who follow him were were, um, were swept down to the earth. And it's interesting that that they, that, that the devil is playing a, a, a double role here. He's he's deceiving the people to get them to fall, and then he goes before God to accuse them. <laughs> and that that that's been his role from from the very beginning. To, to try to deceive people into falling away from God, falling into their sin, and ensnaring and them in whatever traps that he has, and then going before God to accuse the, 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 those people. Well, now this woman is about to bring forth a child. And in the context of Genesis chapter 3, it's no wonder um, that, uh, that the devil is trying to devour this child because he knows that, that, that this, this male child that would come from the people of Israel, specifically Mary, would, 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 would be the, the ruler of, of all the nations under God. And he would rule them, it says, with an iron, hand, with an iron rod. Not that he's punitive, but that no one can, can challenge his, the, the, this king's rule, this male child rule that come, that come forth, that's come forth from Israel. The, 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 this is God's own child and so the, the ancient serpent is ready to devour him as soon as, as soon as the woman brings him forth he's been ready for this moment for, for, for this male child to come and, he, and his uh, uh, wrath against the, this child to come he knows that this child is his destruction he knows that this child is going to shatter his power on earth and so his goal was to try to consume this child And of course, um, we know that this child is Jesus Christ. And that the devil used his puppet King Herod to try to wipe out every male child in the city of Bethlehem two years and and younger. He knew knew the prophecy of of the Messiah. He had heard it from uh, the three wise men who came to worship Jesus. And he he discerned that, that the timing of this was about two years and so he said, every, every male child two years and younger, younger should, be, should be killed. And we know this story from um, the book of Matthew. An angel appears to Joseph, uh, the, the, the child's um, adoptive father, so to speak, and says, and the angel tells him to take the child Jesus into Egypt to protect him. And so we know that eventually Jesus returns to Galilee, and um, the devil opposed him at every time he turned around. Whenever Jesus went throughout the world and cast out demons, uh, they always identified him as the Holy One of God. I know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. And then he faced um, human opposition uh, from uh, the Jewish leadership, the Pharisees and others. And eventually we know that Jesus was handed over. He was betrayed by his own people. The, The Pharisees condemned him as a blasphemer. They handed him over to the Roman government and demanded that Jesus be executed. And the Roman government executed Jesus. And he was killed. And it would look like that the devil won a decisive blow against uh, this male child that was born, this Christ. But as we know the story, Jesus was resurrected. He came back to life in victory. And his victory meant that sin and the the curse of sin and death was broken forever. Satan's power was destroyed that day. The male child, it says, was caught up into the heaven to the throne of God. That This is Jesus' resurrection it's talking about here. And, and, and the woman, this nation of Israel, it says, fled into the wilderness where she was cared for for 1260 days. Now, I don't know whether that 1260 is literal or not. Um, but I think it has to do with uh, the... A symbolic number of God's provision, and I think honestly this is a reference to um, what happened in 8070 when the Romans came and uh, they uh, destroyed uh, the, na- the they destroyed the the city of Jerusalem. They destroyed uh, the temple of God that was on Mount Moriah, and uh, or the Mount of Olives they call it, and they 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 took it apart brick by brick. And the reason I took it apart brick by brick is to melt the gold off, off the temple. And there has not been a temple, a Jewish temple, on that mountain uh, since AD 70. And now there is a, a, a Muslim mosque there, the Dome of the Rock, that, that's on, on, the, on that mountain that, that exists. There hasn't been a temple since then in Jerusalem. And uh, there was another, what we call a great diaspora of the Jews. They, they, they were spread all through the Middle East, they were spread all through Europe, more, more Europe than the Middle East. And, and, and the Jews were, were, were dispersed from their homeland, away from, away from their homeland, but as it says here, they were protected by God during this time. And we know all the troubles uh, in history that, that the Jewish people have gone through. They, they've gone through a lot of suffering over the centuries. But God has always kept them together. God has always helped them to keep their national identity their, through, their, through their religious identity. Uh, they are the people of God because no, no, um, no, no nation on earth, no group of people on earth has gone through what the Israelites have gone through and survived as, for as long as they have. They, they still have their, their very close national identity. But I believe all this is ancient history. All this uh, goes from the, the, the time of the beginning, the whole Old Testament is included here, until the, coming, the first coming of the Christ into the world, and how the devil tried to destroy Him. But now, this is what I would call the battle of Calvary in verse 7 here. We know that Jesus was on the cross dying, suffering and dying for our sins. But as He was suffering and dying there was a battle going on for for mankind's souls. And in heaven it says that Michael the archangel began fighting against the dragon. and, And his angels fought against him and the devil's angels fought back. And then the devil was cast down to the earth along with his angels. And he had no more place in heaven, no more role as the accuser of mankind He's still the deceiver, but he was cast down to the earth in that moment when Jesus died on the cross for our sins to pay the ransom price for us. That was was the battle going on behind the scenes that that the world didn't see. We, We see Jesus on the cross suffering and dying for our sins. But the battle was going on raging in heaven over this time and the devil, his kingdom was destroyed. It was shattered in that moment that Christ said, it is finished. And it says here that, that th- those who were in heaven, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. In other words, the very thing that, that killed Jesus and defeated Him was what gave them victory. And, and, and they held on to their testimony of, of Jesus Christ. They were able to defeat Him, cast Him out, cast Him out of the heavens. Jesus told His disciples... when when they were going out and witnessing for Him, He says, when you were out doing that, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. He was giving them a prediction of what would happen. And this happened at Calvary, the battle of the cross, the battle for men's souls. Jesus has won that victory. And now the problem with that in verse 13, the, the final section, is that the great dragon the devil has been cast down to the earth. And he tried to get rid of Israel, the people of God, and he tried to pour out like a river and destroy them. And that goes back to AD 70 and the destruction of the temple at the hands of the Romans. They destroyed Jerusalem. They destroyed the temple. He tried to get rid of them, but he couldn't. (laughs) And now who is his wrath turned towards? It's turned towards the others who believed in Him, who believed in the commandments and practiced the commandments of God, those who are grafted into the vine, those who have believed in Jesus Christ and His death and His resurrection, those who have held to their testimony of faith in Christ and how He has given them salvation, the devil's fury is being poured out upon them. And that is our current situation. The devil is here on earth trying to pull the believers away, to to deceive them, to to get them to to, um, stop following the commandments of God, and and, and to be pulled away and enticed, and therefore be be separated from God forever. There is an ancient battle that's still going on for the souls of mankind. But the good news of all this is that we can conquer too by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. (laughs) There is a battle going on for our souls today. And if we have given our hearts and lives to Jesus Christ, if we have confessed our sins and, 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 and believed on His sacrifice and how His sacrifice has broken the curse of sin and death, and we receive Jesus into our hearts and lives, We have the power of His blood to protect us from the devil and from the deceiver. That doesn't necessarily mean our physical life, but that means our souls within. God holds the souls of the faithful into His hands, and nothing can snatch them out of His hand, except where we, in our own will, give the deceiver a foothold in our lives. And so my challenge to you this morning is, uh, again, and I've said it over and over again concerning the book of Revelation, are, are you on the winning team? <laughs> we know the end of the book of Revelation. It's told us several times already what the end of the book of Revelation is before they even get to the end, very end of it. That the lamb had, had, that was slain before the foundation of the world, the God's plan was for Jesus Christ to suffer and die for our sins. His blood has given us the victory over this life. It's given us victory over the devil. It's given us victory over death. And if we but hold on to him in faith, we'll have the victory in the end. The time of suffering, the time of, of, of the devil being cast down onto the earth, the time of his fury and wrath, it's still going on, but one day, that, that, that that's going to end when Christ comes. And what we have to do is remain faithful until He, until he does. The devil's tactics are not necessarily overt. He's subtle. He, he often uses people, he uses situations, he uses whatever he can to drag us away, to cause us to doubt God. But if we hold on to faith in God, and we hold on to His Word... And, and we look at His Word on, on a daily basis, God will, will reveal to us what we need to do, and He will help us to remain faithful. This is what He has given us, the weapons He has given us, to defeat the devil. First of all, foremost is salvation through His blood, which we learn about through this Word, which is powerful. And then the church itself, the place where we gather. Not just this local church, this local church is a branch of a much larger body. But the church is here. The church exists to help us to remain faithful to Christ all the way to the end. And in the midst of sorrow and suffering, and in the midst of the fury of the devil and his angels even, when we come together as the people of God, nothing can touch us, nothing can harm us, nothing can do anything to us. We give ourselves to Jesus Christ the victory is already His. And, and, and all we've got to do is claim that victory in our lives. And not to be deceived by, by the world and its designs. Not to be deceived by the devil and his designs. But to begin to use His Word to help us to see those things. And I want to encourage you today to remain faithful to Him. Even though the wrath of the enemy is great. The blood of the Lamb is far greater. Let's stand.